Hey, did, did you ever do that bit on the toes that I said? Huh? Yeah, yeah, you know, like the big toes, like the captain of the toes, but sometimes the toe next to the big toe gets so big that it's like a power struggle and the second toe assumes control of the foot. The coop de toe. Yeah, did you do it? Yeah. So? Nothing. Nothing at all. November 6th, 2016. Hello, everybody. Hi, how are ya? I'm gonna apologize if my voice sounds a little weird. I had a, a allergy sneeze fit earlier in the day. My voice has been kind of low ever since, so. You told all of them before telling me. I didn't know this happened to you. You didn't mention it at all. I'm supposed to tell you every time I sneeze? No. Well, then what do you care? I guess that is awkward. Yeah. Like, before we start. By the way, did you know I sneezed today? I'm going to share that with the audience. It was a large sneeze. Hmm. Much a chewing. <laughs> Satisfied now? Now, you know, I'm I'm sorry. No, I'm going to set a calendar. I did a bad thing. With notifications here. to be sure you get up to the minute sneeze updates. I regret everything. That's all I've ever asked for. <laughs> so, how about some news? Well, you got the post-it out. It means news is here. News time. <laughs> we, as always, need your seminar scripts. But right oh, now, yes. we are taking scripts that will go into Seminar 75. Pretty big milestone episode. Which is a great number. But there's only one spot left. So get your scripts in. Come on! Soon. Dust it off. Polish it up. Go to PendantAudio.com and go to the seminar page if you don't have the the details yet if you've never submitted before it's all right up there it's very easy do it you could be in seminar 75 super cool you could okay also Mm -hmm. you may have noticed just a few days ago i didn't notice yes you did oh i did i don't notice things the 2016 pendy awards opened for nominations oh i did notice that yeah very exciting the link to that is right at the top of the main page at PendantAudio.com. You may nominate up to three people in every category. Please nominate a full three. It doesn't hurt anyone's chances if you're like, though this person's my favorite. Not, don't nominate two others. It doesn't help that person win. This but is just nomination. if you're uncomfortable, you should just nominate whatever you feel comfortable with. Right. But this is just for nominations. Right. Open until November 15th. And then it will immediately flip over and will be open for final voting. And so by the time we have the next trip, the voting will all actually be over and done. But in December, we'll go ahead and give you your list of official nominees in Twitter. Ugh, you gave so many details. I wondered, honestly. That's, it's news, okay? Just nominate, okay? We'll go from there. Go nominate. And after the 15th, no, stop vote. It. No, because there's no twip until after it's all done. Oh. Yes, you gotta listen. Oh, it is kind of important. Oh my! You should God. probably rewind this, like hit the little fifteen you seconds see back. But what I have to deal with a couple here? times. Oh my God! <laughs> Nominate up until the fifteenth, and then vote, vote, vote for your favorites afterwards. It's a two-step process. All right. The release calendar in the coming soon section of the website has been updated through April of next year. But you will notice that once it hits January, it looks a little thin. Because right now, only Shakespeare and Seminar are on there after that. Because other shows have not yet set premiere dates. And so once we do, those will be added. So it's not a complete release calendar because we don't know when certain shows are coming back yet. But But the stuff we know when it's coming back is on there. Right. And the stuff we're not sure about the day, yeah. But there's news about that stuff we're not sure about the day because we just this week wrote the season three premiere episode script for Henderson and Havner. Just now. Yes. And uh, the Kingery staff has just begun uh, discussing ideas for season nine. Oh, my God. Season nine of the Kingery. Yep. So uh, then we're going to have to outline it and get scripting. So that's a little further off than Henderson and Havner is. Henderson and Havner will probably be back first. But... In any case, there's movement on both of those things. They will definitely be coming. And so we'll have news here as we have more information and the the release schedule will be updated appropriately as we figure that out. Things are afoot. Right. And speaking of things being afoot, there is not one, 
there's not two. There's three possible new project things that we're working on that we can't tell you about just yet. I'm sure I know about them. I just don't know what they are right now. You definitely know about them. I know about them. You've been working on them with me. Okay. Well, I just, you know, it's a lot. Yes. I I just. It's a lot. We're busy. But it's very exciting stuff. So. That's for sure. I'm very excited about many things we're doing. Actually. Oh, I said three, but I think it's actually. There's a a possible fourth. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's really cool. Coming at ya. I had no idea. Okay. I was even. Kapow. Kapow. So you stay tuned because there's some big cool news coming soonish yeah but for now we're not gonna tell ya because we can't we really can't tell you but we will we will once we can mm-hmm. but that's not now no but soon soon From Dallas, Texas, we have Philip Weber on the line. Hello, Philip. Hello, Jordan. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Peachy. <laughs> Everything's just swell here. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> How is life in Dallas? Life in Dallas is good. It's uh, it's always kind of fun to go trick-or-treating when it's 95 degrees outside, <laughs> 112% humidity, but you know, it is what it is. So uh, it's not too bad. At least it's not freezing. Um, what so did you dress up as? Uh, well, I went as the Man of Steel, of course. That's mm-hmm. kind of my go-to thing. Although I did the uh, the Jethro version that was in the comics recently, so I had the the short sleeve T-shirt, a cape, and jeans with Jethro boots. So it was kind <laughs> of a kind of a funky Beverly Hillbilly Superman mashup, but it worked. There you go. Yep, it wasn't an inflatable dinosaur or anything, but you know, it worked. <laughs> I suspect even Krypton had rural areas. This is true. This is true. I think they probably did. I'm, you know, I'm probably put on my geek hat in a little bit, or you know what? I might go find my Superman encyclopedia and quote stuff. No, I won't do that. I'm not going to bore anybody. So we have uh, questions submitted by Pendulums. I have some, and um, hopefully you have answers, or this is short and very one-sided. <laughs> well, at least one of my personalities will probably have an answer. I can't guarantee about me getting, you know, specifically, but. We'll go for it. So, how long have you been doing the voice acting thing? Well, I guess technically I started in radio in 19-shrola, and mm. um, I kind of have always been doing that and been interested in it since about 1986. Okay. And... Um, uh, professionally and uh, kind of this cool old-time radio thing. It's really funny because I found Pendant uh, very serendipitously because I just knew as the internet was exploding that there had to be a home for like old-time radio stuff because my dad got me hooked on everything from the Bickersons to Abbott and Costello to, you know, all that good old time radio stuff, the shadow, the Mm -hmm. old Superman radio serials, all that stuff. And I loved it. You know, it just gobbled it up. And then of course, being a cartoon nerd, I just said, you know, this, there's just gotta be a home for this. And I wish I could remember how I found, I think I literally typed in a Google search or something, or it might've been a Yahoo search back then. Um, Old time radio, MP3, you know, uh, streaming radio play or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I found Pendant. <clears throat> and that's and that's kind of how the whole thing really started there. Um, I had been represented when I lived in Chicago ages and ages ago. That was mostly commercial stuff, but I mm-hmm. really liked doing kind of the theater of the mind thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, thank my lucky stars. I found Jeffrey and Susan and Pendant. And then by association, all the other fine folks at Darker Projects and um, some of the other places that I've worked with. And uh, it kind of helps my imagination run crazy. Awesome. More so than it usually does. <laughs> so your dad got you into um, <clears throat> old timey radio genre? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it, it was, I think it's uh, here in Dallas, there's a radio station called KRLD, mm-hmm. uh, 1080 on your AM dial. And um, 
on the weekends they would broadcast uh, you know reruns of all those great old serials and especially the comedies I was really really into because they made my dad laugh which made me laugh and um, and uh, so I just kind of got into them and then by extension a little bit kind of got into the shadow and some of the kind of cool more mystery ones and of course the Superman ones you know that just kind of goes without saying for me anyway and um, just had a ball and I've also I'm a cartoonist too on the side mm -hmm. and um, so I've always been interested in animation and you know by um, association the whole voiceover thing I was a you know huge big fan of all the old Warner Brothers cartoons and Mel Blanc mm -hmm. and it, it just kind of you know grew from there and um, so, you know, obviously, as you can probably identify when you have kids, then you go, oh, I can really have fun and I can read stories, you know, and, and, and read stories in character and and kind of uh, foster that thing, not only in myself, kind of keeping your, your muscle flexible, but also kind of inspiring that stuff in your kids. And, you know, I'd start with the character voices and just in the picture books and the fun and ever since my kids would just go, Daddy, talk regular. And I go, oh. <laughs> You guys are killing me. So they didn't really get into the uh, my kids. <laughs> the uh, character stuff didn't really kick in until they got a little bit older. But um, it kind of, uh, you know, I've always dabbled in it on and off for a long time. Awesome. Very. That's really cool. Yeah. When I do voices for my kids, I just get, Daddy, <laughs> you're not that good, Daddy. Can you just? <laughs> Maybe you can cook some eggs first or something. Go over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it's starting to turn into, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain, my friend. I feel your pain. So, um, would you say the your favorite genre of the um, old-timey radio would be the sci-fi, or just want to come right out and say Superman? Or is there? Well, I'll, you know, I, I'll obviously come right out and say Superman. He, okay. he was my all-time favorite. I still, every once in a while, I'll get you know a glimpse or you know or a ear and flick it around on the radio and realize that somebody's playing it, or I'll find it online, and I'll just sit back and listen. It's you know, where's my Barco lounger? I'm just gonna kick back and listen to some Superman. It's you know, the nice thing is that they're also uh, self-contained and relatively short, so you can kind of get through them just like you can a comic book. You know, you're not investing you know hours into doing this you can just uh enjoy yourself um i also just really really loved the comedies those were probably my favorite um mm -hmm. next to the um next to the uh the adventure stuff which is kind of why uh i'm always kind of looking for that little wink that little silly stuff that i can toss in there if and when i can okay so you've been doing stuff with Pendant for uh, ever. Yep. And um, you're, to me, like a quintessential voice in Dixie. Well, we were talking, obviously, about uh, Mr. Alt just before uh, we started here. <laughs> yep. And that is probably, uh, to steal your word, the quintessential example of why I love doing this because it's got some adventure it's definitely got some tongue-in-cheek comedy mm -hmm. and well you know with me and David all doing the Germans it's you know it's just a trifecta it's a hat trick if I may <laughs> did you guys ever like of course we have the scripts and you know you always do the lines as scripted but did you guys ever collaborate on how you wanted to have some of that stuff come off I think so. I mean, we. I know it's been a while. Yeah, it has. <laughs> it. Uh, we used to. Um, I know that we got together a few times and planned some fun stuff for Christmas and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. I think we would communicate periodically back and forth. I mean, you have to kind of give the writers their due and do it at least a couple of times as written. But right. I think uh, he and I. Um, a couple of times would ad lib a fair amount. Um, I think one, once or twice I ad libbed, uh, or he did, um, before I had recorded my lines since we did them separately. Um, and he would go, Oh, I did this. Could you just here, here, listen to this and you can react to it appropriately. So we would do things like that. <laughs> and <clears throat> that was always a kick in the pants. 
Lips. I loved working collaboratively with him, them that rented lips. Uh, when we were able to do that kind of stuff, um, it's always fun for me. You know, I got a little bit of that background, so anytime I get to exercise that muscle as well, mm-hmm. uh, I'm all for it. And you you played that character all the way through the series. Um, yes. Almost right to the very end, as I recall. I have, it's been a while since I've done a re-list in the Dixie. Um, but then, most recently... Or no, not most recently. Almost re- most recently. There's one other little nugget. Right. Um, you played another German. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I was so excited when um, Jeffrey told me about that. Mm-hmm. Am, am I allowed to say how I was told about that? Um, if it's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> We're talking about Archer and Armstrong, right? It has well, yes. Okay, good. It has to do with it has to do with Ninja. Oh, well, you, you can tell whatever story you want. This is your okay. interview. Okay. Well, I don't I don't want to step on anybody's toes or anything, but um, so I did. I you know like most of the people, I auditioned for several roles mm-hmm. in the uh, Archer and Armstrong Valiant Comics little thingy that we did. And um, I didn't get any of them. And then after my tantrum settled, I was, <laughs> you know, I, I went ahead. Uh, Jeffrey asked me if I would be interested in playing a part. He didn't really tell me much about it. Um, but he goes, we would like you to audition for this role. Or uh, we have you in mind for this role. I'm sure the experience in Dixie had a little bit to do with it. Yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. And... Uh, so I went ahead and auditioned for the other ones, didn't get them. Um, thank God, because Pete Milan did such a much better book job than I could have ever done. Anyway, um, it's okay, Pete. The check's in the mail. And um, yeah, Pete did but so, so I did the uh, so I did Ernst, the German Lama, Yama Lama. <laughs> and at first. Um, you know, because I I was gonna go out and get the comic and you know do the research, the obligatory research mm-hmm. and stuff. And he looks very severe in the comic, so that's kind of I was going for a more severe German. Um, and Jeffrey said, "No, no, we 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 kind of want you to be the you know. Do you remember Dixie?" I go, "Oh, I do." Yeah. <laughs> so that that's what we want. I go, "Okay." So that's kind of how Ernst became angsty Ernst, or how he yeah. you know how he grew into what he is and mm-hmm. um i you know if i can do a character in an accent uh, it, it's i'm i'm done i'm sold fine uh, you know, i'll take it hook line and sinker i'm 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 yours so uh especially the german and you know the kind of almost uh who am i trying to think of from laughing Artie johnson uh, kind of feel to it mm-hmm. um it's you know just had me at the word go and it's just so fun so the uh the german accent is is your favorite to, to no I, I wouldn't say the german's my favorite uh i like doing that character because the you know the voice and the accent are kind of come together as a package deal mm-hmm. um just any accents i love trying to do i've always been interested in them you know i grew up uh with monty python and um watching all these great old English movies and serials. And so anything British, Scottish, uh, you know, Italian, you know, any of them, um, I, I will always give it a shot. And so if I'm ever auditioning for something and it comes out mm-hmm. uh, with an accent, to me, that's just that just tells me that that's how it's supposed to fall. And I've gotten some parts that way that, you know, they go, wow, you know what, we didn't even think of that but when we heard you do it it worked so that's how it worked and yeah anytime i do an accent and comedy okay so give us a little scottish well it depends on how much scottish you want because uh if you're in edinburgh where my sister just lived it's a little more subtle uh-huh. and i did have a chemistry teacher in high school who's from edinburgh she would always yell at me go Sarah, what do you think you're doing <laughs> so um <laughs> But if you want to get a little more weird, kind of go up further north and go to Glasgow and go up and down more, you can do it that way as well. And of course, you'd read Scottish, you don't, nobody can understand what you're saying because you're doing good really fast and your tongue is burning out. It's all oh, bloody hell, that's great. <laughs> Scottish is one of my favourite, and of course, I love doing 
dropping down under if I can ever do that. Uh, mm-hmm. If I ever had the chance, I've not had a chance to be paid to be an Aussie, but uh, I have a good friends down there, and they have said that uh, they almost forget, almost, that they're talking to an American, a Yank. So if I can uh, do that for them, then I'm uh, ready. F an oath, mate. <laughs> Excellent. Very, very cool. Thank you. Do you, uh, in your head, is it Green Dragon Lamas Leader, Ernst? Yes, Ernst. Ernst. As a um, <clears throat> distant relative of your favorite Scar Trooper. <laughs> you know what? That's funny. I do now. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't even put, you know, that it was just the voice and the character was very similar to... Um, the Scar Trooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never even really thought that he might be a distant relative, but I love that idea. My work here is done. Good night, everybody. There you go. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mic drop. Boom. Um, no, I love that. So I'm we, we do need to plug the show because, oh my God, it's freaking awesome. I'm, You're awesome um, for saying so. Well, <laughs> no, I just call him as I see him. <laughs> I you guys made that. it awesome. Oh my God. I just listen to it and go, oh my God. Right. That's cool. Um, yeah, so you can go to www.pendantaudio.com. Go to shows. Go to Archer and Armstrong. You can find it on Audible and iTunes and all over the place there. And you are in production journal number four. Oh, yeah, number four. Yeah, I forgot about that. Released February 8th, 2016. Oh, my goodness. And Is that long ago? Yes. And it's still technically this year. It's not that, long. that is true. Although you may have that recorded is... it way before. I'm trying to. Well, I don't even remember. I, I know I got in trouble for being late, so um, <laughs> it was probably very, very close to the release time. I'm well, sure you were that guy. Well. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a kick in the pants, especially because you get to be the main bad guy. You get to, you know, take them to that, oh, my God, they're going to lose everything, and then, you know, you get zapped. So it's pretty fun. And uh, I travel a lot for my day job that pays a mortgage, mm-hmm. and uh, I love recording in hotel rooms <laughs> by myself. It hasn't happened yet, but when it does, I, you know, I will write home about it. Uh, nobody's knocked on the walls going, what are you doing in there? <laughs> I'm waiting for that to happen. Um, why are you screaming? Yes, why are you screaming in German or <laughs> Scottish or why are you yelling like a monster? I'm gonna have nightmares now. But uh, so I do a lot of those uh, in hotel rooms, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun because I travel with all my recording equipment because I'm a geek. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. So now, most recently, um, we've got you in our newest show. Active Radioactive Radio. Oh my god, yes you do. What was your inspiration for being the Ravager <laughs> Surfer Dude? <laughs> um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> Completely and, and uh, unabashedly, I will admit that. That uh, he was, he was it, you know, maybe with a little bit of crush from Finding Nemo. But he's... <laughs> he, he, he's uh, he's pretty much uh, Keanu Reeves uh, and Crush and a little bit of um, Bill S. Preston Esquire all rolled into one. I guess my um, only reaction to that has to be... Shaw! Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rufus! Um, yeah, I. Uh, it's funny, too. That was another one of those, hey, Philip, can you do this? I go, Shaw! <laughs> and um, and I didn't realize that it was actually going to be Rodney and Roger, um, which is cool because uh, Zeke is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was um, – I just had a kick in the pants. That, that, that's still – it's another one of those ones that um, when you're kind of sitting there and you're rambling on and on and, you know, the mushrooms have kicked in, you just start kind of rolling into those voices – I'm joking about the mushrooms. Um, the don't do drugs, kids. The uh, that's just one of those voices I drop into. He's just kind of a really cool surfer dude. Hey, yeah. So I'm really happy to welcome you to my humble abode. Oh. And uh, 
And then if I get really excited, we'd like Tony Barninger. Yeah. So I totally lied to him. Yo, don't hurl on the show, man. I just had it waxed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's just another fun one I love to do. You know, everybody who does voices gets this little stable of characters that they can kind of mix and match a little bit here and there. And mm-hmm. he's kind of one of those guys that's just always lurking behind the surfboard. So, right now, we're in the middle of um, and Penn and Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet, the 80s sitcom. So, we need to get on them about doing a one of the plays, like, Beach Surfer. See, <laughs> that. That would be, uh, I'd be all for that. I mean, I love what, um, uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Emma Thompson's ex. Um... Uh, shoot. Huh? His name's Yes, that's one. Yes. Um, he uh, he did so many really cool movies. Um, just kind of modernizing just a little bit some of the Shakespeare stuff mm-hmm. and um, everything. Uh, I would totally. I'm totally into modernizing all that stuff. It <clears throat> it's so uh, anachronistic, but it just kind of works. Mm-hmm. Especially as comedies, there's just so much he can do with that stuff. Um, I love his comedies. I mean, the tragedies are beautiful on a completely different level, but <laughs> comedies, comedies are comedies are comedies, and I'll uh, I'll go for the funny every time if I can. I said to my tenth grade English teacher, they need to translate Shakespeare, and she looked at me. She says, "You do not translate the bard." <laughs> Well, apparently you do. <laughs> yes, you do! <laughs> we need to get you into Shakespeare. When can we make that happen? Um, I'll, uh, you know, I'll have my agent call their service and they can do lunch. Okay. Um, I'm all uh, I'm for it. It's just, you know, it's, you know, when you're a traveling guy, it's uh, sometimes... I, and I am always getting in trouble with Jeffrey and Susan going, Philip, <laughs> you're a week late. Again, <laughs> you just get the lines in on time. Uh, and, it, and it's kind of one of those things that I'm just, I'm really unorganized and a serial procrastinator. So I will just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait until the last minute. It's like, oh crap. And that's kind of not something you can really do with Shakespeare because it is all kinds of delicious tongue twistery all over the place just for mm. talking. Um, so, uh, especially if you got like some soliloquy or something in there, it's just like, uh, okay. Uh, and you need, you know, a few different versions to make sure you get it out right. And there's the editing. And mm-hmm. so, um, I'm not saying no, I'm never saying never. I'm always interested in it. That's why I was so excited when the Archer and Armstrong and radioactive, all that kind of stuff started coming through because I missed it terribly. And uh, I'm so glad to be back into it. It's definitely good to hear you in stuff again because thank you, you very know, much. Dixie ended a long time ago, and I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Philip. Ah, uh, uh, uh-huh. that is probably. Oh God, I love you, Renee. I that is probably um, that's one of my favorite things I've ever done for Pendant. It is. I love um, your character of Philip. I I gotta tell you, uh, Renee, and just the writing was great. But the, your the way you did him, not able to remember names and just all of his little quirks was just just awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, I I loved doing him. There was an awful lot of Matthew Perry mixed in there. I'll, I'm not ashamed to admit he's very Chandlery, um, mm. but he's also very me. Um, there's a lot of me in him, um, and a lot of him in me. So, um, I adored that show. I still adore that show. Um, and I can't wait for it to be back. Poke, poke, yes. poke. Mm-hmm. Uh, obligatory. Yay, we want it back. Yay, please. It's funny, too, because I was joking around with Renee way back when, all those many, many years ago, uh about how this would really make a really cool show, like a TV show or like a series or something. And then, you know, now they have Once Upon a Time, they've Mm -hmm. got Grimm, they've got Mm -hmm. all these other ones. 
um, American Gods is coming out on Stars, which is awesome. But um, yeah, it's just I adored that show. Hopefully soon. Fingers crossed. Hopefully Fingers soon. crossed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I'll uh, I'll go throw a pillow at her soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for bringing that up. That was that's a very fond memory for me. Excellent. Glad to oblige. Certainly. One thing I was listening to your production journal for Archer Armstrong um, yesterday, I think, and yes. you talked about and and I'll let people go and download to to hear all that you said about playing villains and how fun that is and, and what. Oh God, yes. Philip, at least as far as we knew, was not villainy. So I wanted, no. I wanted to know how your approach was with him as you know him being a good guy. Was that any different? A little bit, I, um, I think for me, mostly because he was so much like me, or you know, I put a lot of me into him, mm-hmm. and I don't think I don't think I'm a bad guy. Um, so um, with villains, it's really about the over the top nature of it for me, anyway. You know, mm-hmm. not just you know the serial killer, the really gross ones, but you know, being a bad guy is generally so you know 180 degrees from where normal people are that it just it's like licensed to play and licensed to be nasty and mean and but not in the you know not in the cruel way not really you know it's just licensed to kind of touch on some of those darker things uh that you usually generally don't touch on um but being uh philip in a good guy which, you know, I, I was a theater major in college. I still love acting. That's why I love kind of doing this because it it tickles all those needs that I need. Mm-hmm. And um, but it's also funny because all every actor I've ever known say, you know, I get into be an actor to play somebody that I wouldn't normally ever be seen as playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always wanted to be the romantic lead or the rom-com, you know, that kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't look the part. I generally haven't ever played the part, not for whatever reason, other than it just kind of fit better for the other parts. But, um, I just really enjoyed finding that other part of me. I think it's funny because you play a villain to be so unlike you, but when you're playing a good guy, you hope that you're playing the super you, Mm-hmm. You know, I guess for lack of a better word, and um, the best parts of you, the best parts of you, right? With you know, and that's why I like playing him too because it's the best parts of me, uh, and hopefully with a lot of that humor uh, mixed in that I love so much. So, um, and the, the people that you play off of, and a lot of people probably realize now because this is the 21st century that you know you are typically reading your parts against nothing against nobody you're reacting against words on a page and there's a lot of testament goes into uh the director's ability and mixing and everything to make it sound like you're not in two different rooms thousands of miles away Mm -hmm. reading these months apart kind of thing um but uh being able to play off of that by yourself is disturbing on a level but it's also just that's the best part of it for me because I when I'm reading this and I'm being this other person I'm imagining all this stuff going on I'm imagining what they're saying I can hear their voices especially if we've acted before uh, together so I can hear them saying the words in their character and it just it I think it helps it kind of just works for me anyway that's kind of how I approach it cool well that that show is a ton of fun and I, I look forward to whenever we get back into it and and hearing you do do more. hearing Philip be more Philip. Thank you very much. Nope, I look forward to it and I will uh, I will jump on that bandwagon uh, as soon as it shows up in a heartbeat. Like I said, it's very near and dear to my heart. I love that show. Very cool. Um, reaching back to Dixie for a moment, do you have a and I know it's been a long time, but is there a favorite scene of yours that you were in 
and a favorite scene of Dixie's that you weren't necessarily in. Wow. See, this is the part of the preparation I probably should have done before we started. (laughs) Uh, Like you said, it's been a long time. You know, I can't think of a specific scene unless somebody brought something up to me, but um, I loved... I loved it when it was just um, me and David Alt, who played my foil or my other side, my other half. Mm-hmm. Um, Scar Trooper 2, or was I Scar Trooper? I can't remember. Um, and uh, the kind of Abbott and Costello um, Three Stooges playing off of each other with the um, you know the the straight guy going, "Would you just give me a minute?" Kind of, th- I loved that. Um, there was a lot of that, and I think um, the writing kind of started gearing. Because um, I, th- I may be wrong in remembering because you know the gray matter's shrinking, but um, I feel like we were originally like only supposed to last an episode or two or three, and I think we're going to get blown up in some fantastic fashion. That sounds but, familiar from. But I. What but I, I think commentary. I think we uh, I don't know we endeared ourselves or whatever and and made it through almost <laughs> the whole whole uh, run of the show before we got blown up. No, mm-hmm. um, I, I wish I could say oh I loved this scene. I just I'm sorry I can't remember. But I loved every bit of one of those, um, especially when David and I were playing off of each other. It was just so much fun. It was. It, I mean, it's embarrassing to admit that when you're sitting there in a room by yourself reading words off a page that you're laughing so hard you can't get through it and there's nobody else to blame <laughs> except for yourself. So I think that's a testament to the writing and to uh, Mr. Alt's prowess. Mm. Interviewees are not given advanced knowledge of the questions that they will be receiving. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, and, and I cheated a little bit. I just looked up on uh, PendantAudio.com. You were Scar Trooper number one. Oh, cool. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me because I had no idea. That's cool to remember that. Yeah. Very um, let's see. I'm just making sure that I've touched on or you have touched on everything that people have asked along the way. Because some of the questions I actually didn't have to ask because you just volunteered the information so conveniently. <laughs> And I sorry. thank you for it. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to those who took the time to write it down on the 3x5 index card and send it in, but uh, hopefully well, the information's out there now. Yeah, they'll get their um, their interview pack. We'll, okay. We'll get sent the prize pack. There you go. Okay. <laughs> cool. Oh, we didn't talk about that? Oh, never mind. Okay. Um, oh. Do you ever do any writing? Like, would you do any um, seminar shorts? or? You know, I've, I've considered it. Um, mm-hmm. I know that there's always a call for those. Um, right now, um, I have a daughter getting ready to go into college, so I'm kind of essayed in writing a little burnt out for the moment. But um, it is something that I love to play with. And mm-hmm. because I've got a little background in improv, I it's kind of one of those things. I don't just sit down and let the muse squat upon me and start typing. It's one of those kind of things that I like to bring a little hand recorder or these days your iPhone and kind of play out scenes and improv improvise them and then ooh that worked and scribble that down it's just that you know <clears throat> uh, you know life's what happens when you're planning to do other stuff so that's kind yes, of where is. I've been recently <laughs> um, but you know uh, I, I'm not averse to it at all uh, I do not consider myself a writer at all. I kind of hopefully take what is given to me and written for me and do something, you know, worthy of it when I can. Um, but I, you know, I do like it. I'm a huge admirer of those who do do it. Um, but uh, <laughs> went there. You went there. I'm, I'm such a dork. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I, I think I would like to. But now that you've asked and now that the pressure's on, it's like, oh, my God, what am I going to write about? I have no idea. I'm probably going to write about some nutball, you know, some like Twilight Zone type episode with a guy with just his microphone locked in a bomb shelter talking to himself in, in 14 different voices. 
Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. You might be onto <laughs> something there. <laughs> I like it. I know. We can cast Jack Kalk. Ah. There you go. We'll bring him in. Awesome. So, bullet questions. Bullet questions. Bullet, bullet questions, yes. Okay. Ready? Okay. Is this like the uh, the the James Lipton things? Um, they're kind of like the inside short. the actor studio deal. Yeah, kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Favorite Muppet. Go for it. And go for it. Favorite Muppet. Um, Fozzie. Gotta do it in the voice though. Fozzie. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Excellent. Favorite pizza topping. Garlic and spinach. Ooh. Favorite city to visit. American. Uh, it's open. Um. Sydney, Chicago, Toronto. All right. Favorite new TV series? Favorite new TV series? Yeah, let's see. 2016? Luke Cage. All right. Favorite summer of 16 movie? Oof. Did not get a chance. (laughs) Yeah, I did not get a chance to see many of those. Okay. Um, Favorite superhero movie? I have to say the 1978 Richard Donner Superman. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, do you have any projects that are going on that you want to talk about? I have a couple, which unfortunately I can't talk about. Okay. But, um, so they, they're very secrets. Yeah, they are very secret, but uh, they come from a far place away on the other side of ocean. Oh. And uh, there is... Um, <laughs> they are... Uh, animated uh, in a particular Asian fashion. Um, I see. So, you know, we uh, have ways of finding out these things. Yes, you do. Unfortunately, I am not allowed to talk about too many of these. I've, you know, I've done a fair amount for them, so mm-hmm. I can talk about those, but that's not new projects. So, um, It's a company called Funimation, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I you know, I've, I've I'm doing a fair amount of uh, not as much as I'd like. Nobody ever does as much as I like, unless they're you know Frank Welker, Rob Paulson, or something. But um, some animation, which is cool, the stuff that I kind of hinted out that I can't really talk about. But you mm-hmm. know, there's some other things that I've got in the works that are extremely fun. Um, another one, kind of on a side note, that uh, has me playing off myself, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't have enough personalities or broken wires touching in my brain as it is the fact that they can react to each other is always a thrill excellent huh. isn't that special yeah <laughs> oh I love it it's so wonderfully evil <laughs> we're just going to leave that right there right <laughs> Okay, so can people find you on social media? Yes, um, I am on Twitter, although I am not very verbose, so I'm not sure. I just kind of lurk in the shadows and follow other people's stuff because uh, I'm really not that interesting, so I have nothing to say. Um, plus, I got one of those day jobs that you know you're afraid to say anything that somebody might find offensive and you know get you know stuck in the bread line for so but i am on twitter um and i'm gonna vamp for a second while i look it up because like i said i don't do it that often so i'm not 100 percent positive what my username is um i am on facebook um and it's just philip weber i believe um i am one Pinterest, but I'm on Twitter. Twitter, I think it's uh, Philip Weber zero five one one. Okay, uh, which is which is my birthday. So there. Um, <laughs> uh, yep, Philip Weber zero five one one. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on uh, Goodreads, LinkedIn. Um, you can find me. I usually have a silly cartoon picture of myself. Uh, which has been making the you know rounds. I am on Instagram, but I mean I have very little say. I have even less to show, so um, I'm not on it that often. I do have fun. You know, you'll find pictures of things I've read, or my cats, or you know, my kids playing with their cats. So, uh, but I'm there. Awesome. Um, 
Oh, I gotta follow these people. So, um, uh, I'm probably on Facebook the most. So if you ever, uh, if you haven't already friended me yet, I'm like so far away from the limit that you know, for just go ahead and say hi, and I'm sure I'll add you. Awesome. Yes. Folks can find me on Twitter at JG underscore QA and on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B dot 5036. And Philip, thank you so much for doing this. this Dude, you're blast. welcome. Yep, nope, it's always fun for me. Thank you very, very much. And thanks everyone for listening. And we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. Hi, Susan. I mean, hi, Susan. Or Jeffrey. Ha ah, Oh, boy. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, November 16th, Romeo and Juliet, the sitcom, Act 3. Next time on a very special Romeo and Juliet, the sitcom, a family feud boils over. Here, all eyes gaze upon us. <laughs> oh, well... Men's eyes were made to look, and let them gaze. I will not budge for no man's pleasure, I. Tybalt, the reason that I have to love thee doth much excuse the appertaining rage to such a greeting. Villain am I none. Therefore, farewell. I see thou knowest me not. Boy, this shall not excuse the injuries thou hast done me. Therefore, turn and draw. No. It's time we put away such childish things. I do protest. I never injured thee. Oh, God. Dishonorable, vile submission. Alasokata carries it away. <laughs> Tybalt. You rat catcher. Will you walk? What wouldst thou have with me? Good king of cats. Nothing. But one of your nine lives. Oh, well a day. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. We are undone, lady. We are undone. What devil art thou that does torment me thus? If he be slain, say I, or if not, no. Brief sounds determine of my weal or woe. Wild Bill Shakespeare's hit comedy continues with Romeo and Juliet, the sitcom, Act 3, part of the Wild Bill Variety Show. Same bill time, same bill channel. Listen or catch up anytime on desktop or mobile at pendantaudio.com. And follow me on Twitter at The Wild Bill Show. Now, whose idea was it to give Tybalt a gun in this hootenanny? Yeah, that ain't gonna end well. Coming out Monday, November 28th. Active, radioactive radio episode nine. Hello, hello, audio apocalyptica. This is Johnny Franks on Active Radioactive Radio. For the ever hopeful survivor who finds a filthy puddle with enough slurry to keep a broken body in motion for just one more day. Coming to you live from my mountaintop bunker and its ever-present crystal-clear filtered supply of H2O. Ah, so crisp, so clear, so wet. You know what else is wet? The waterfall at Haven, or so one assumes. I'd have loved to find out for myself, but your host could not bring himself to leave the security of yon mountaintop bunker. Because, sure, sure, I could have accepted that surprise invitation I received and gone to the supposed party at Haven. And okay, perhaps it would have been everything it's cracked up to be, a world of peace and debauchery and drinks aplenty. But it's just as likely, if not more so, that it's exactly the sham I've always said it is. And then what? Then what? Then yours truly is left out in the world, exposed, cold, and alone. And if I'm going to be cold and alone, why, I can do it right here in the bunker and at least be unexposed. I mean, as far as you know, anyway, this is radio. I could be pantsless for all you know. So, sure, I might have missed the most epic party of all time, but then again, maybe I didn't. Who really knows? 
Besides, if I'm gonna put myself out there, it's gonna be for love, right? La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> That's the end of the show. Aren't you excited? I'm oh excited. Oh my god. They'll be more excited once they know about these three, two, possibly four, four. things we can't tell them yeah. about yet. But they're all so amazing. Woo! Like, you have no idea. Like, you honestly have no idea. You have no idea. Okay, enough. You're overhyping it. No. Yeah. No. Move along. All right. Keep the pace snappy. You want to keep the kids entertained or they'll mm. stop listening. They're not listening. I hear the clicks of them turning off their radios. Oh, my. <laughs> How old are you? Okay. Shh. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash PendantAudio, the Twitter feed at Twitter.com slash PendantWeb, and the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. Also, uh, yeah, the YouTube, where we're putting episodes, which we're still doing, and I don't remember the URL yet because <laughs> I stink. It's but there. go there and look for Pendant Productions on YouTube. You'll see our stuff. Yeah. It's cool. Okay. Okay. We'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. I have something entirely irrelevant to say. (gasps) I love irrelevance. I just want to say that the Cubs won the World Series. Oh my God! I'm so happy. It's so happy. He really is so happy, you guys. Oh, it's beautiful. Yay! Go, Cubs, go! Oh, it is kind of important. Oh, my God. You should probably rewind this, like, hit the little 15 you seconds see back. But what I have to deal with A couple here? times. <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay, folks. This blank space can get edited out in post. This interview's over. Goodbye. Click.